Crown Ellen, Bay Area, a proud sponsor of the Banquet Hall Podcast. Thanks for listening. in and out of focus but uh we just we're just gonna do it i feel like it's kind of fitting though because like i said i just saw a haunted mansion and so i feel like i'm interviewing like a ghost and a half <laughs> spirits of the past mm, yeah we're officially the ancestors is that what you're that's wild that's, that's really wild of you to say but that's just how this podcast gonna start like when people when people start the podcast episode, this this is shenanigans that they get it into. Uh, but I have to My go. They started out blurred. They probably thought it was a documentary. <laughs> I ain't no snitch. I should just let you know. I'm gonna be Evan for the purposes of the documentary. No real names, no real names. Even though my name's I was like, I'm the whole name at the same time. First and last. It's okay. I'll edit it out in post. I'll never know. Censor. They will never know. Um, welcome to the Banquet Hall podcast. Uh, for the purposes of our interviewee safety throughout the podcast episode, we will be blurring out their faces at different times uh, just to respect the privacy of our two guests. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the shenanigans. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast at Banquet Hall Pod on social media platforms. Leave a like, five star review, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their uncle to tell their cousin to tell their neighbor to give the podcast a listen. Everybody get a podcast to listen uh but i'm blessed to be joined by two wonderful artists two wonderful people in the community uh the homies just really dope people i'm really excited for y'all to get to know i'm joined by evan and Brittany. how are y'all doing today good good try not to move too much because be still this we're gonna be really really still the entire podcast that's it that's it that's all you get (laughs) don't move your mouth don't move your lips because it starts to all right cool <laughs> uh this is already most I think I've laughed at the beginning of an episode. Um it's gonna be a good time. I feel like the energy, the energy is good. Uh y'all next might be stiff by the end of this, but just uh standing I'm really up trying straight. not to move too. It's crazy. <laughs> and then he moved. Right. Right on cue. Um, but I think that I'm really excited to have y'all on the podcast. This is the second time I've had a couple. Can I call y'all a couple? I don't want to put yeah. a label out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm just <laughs> out, out of respect. I got. I should have asked before. Oh yeah, listen, <laughs> we know how it go. <laughs> Whoa, but not we a game respect game. Um, but this is this this is the second couple I've had on the podcast. Uh, earlier listeners of the Banco Hall will know I had Devon and Sinclair on, the creators of Black Wall Street, play Black Wall Street, the board game. And so really excited for folks to get to know y'all. Uh, before we get started with this first typical question, why don't we give like a quick little elevator pitch of who y'all are? Like, just like, who are y'all? You don't have to go that far in depth, but however you want to introduce yourself to the folks on the podcast. Uh, how about we start with Brittany? Yeah. What? <laughs> um, I'm Brittany Taylor. I'm a San Diego native, born and raised. Um, I'm an artist. I'm a working woman. I'm 
trying to figure it out. <laughs> are we all? <laughs> like we all are. Um, I believe in Jesus and therapy, and uh, I sing sometimes for for fun and for money. Are you going down, please? <laughs> It's okay. That's what the podcast is for. We're gonna upplay it throughout the podcast episode. Maybe we would get there eventually, but like to start, I sing, yeah, to start, I sing. sing for fun and for money for both. For fun and for money, we gonna get there. What? Evan, what about yourself? Hey, I'm just a guy. My name's Evan. I be doing stuff and things and stuff. That's it. That's me. I, I feel like that was a call out. I near gave him a job title, okay? Like, I got work, I got, I call myself an artist. That's how I started. All right, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. You know, but that's that's me in a nutshell. Filmmaker? I mean, director? Know. Videographer? Hey, speak on songwriter. it. Songwriter? <laughs> Singer, songwriter? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to get there. You I'm, sang I'm for Emmy Award winning ballets. You had a show on MTV. Okay, you're right. We we gonna get there, y'all. We gonna get there, but I I love that we just we reeling them in already because we went from I'm a guy to MTV Emmy award winning. We got we got stars in the building, y'all, and I'm excited. Uh, even though keep... I'm just I'm just glad to be in the number one more time. Honest, honestly, listeners, I really just wanted to interview Brittany, but I only had Evan's number. Oh dang. <laughs> He's a way more okay. fascinating guy. I, I could jump off. Please don't. I could jump off. No, I need you. I need you here. <laughs> You're way more fascinating. <laughs> I just like to okay. other people from Instagram and make people laugh. That's pretty much all I do, guys. Hey, by the end of it, though, everybody will be laughing. People going to think y'all both are amazing because that's my goal at the end of this is for folks to know that y'all are equally as amazing as y'all are. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Watch. They're like, yeah, we do hate Evan. <laughs> Look at his locks. Not gonna lock they, can't, they can't even see him because they faded. Like they can see one. They can see one. That's the one that's locked. So you can't even. Y'all see it? There we go. It's locked. It's locked. Hey, they see the locks, but also, Evan, you the you part of the beard gang. I could throw like some respect because you're part of, you know, the full beard gang. Not a lot of full beard brothers have been on the There's podcast a lot of yet. Brothers out here, man. It's all good, man. <laughs> People always ask for my secrets. Hey, man, mind your business. <laughs> hey, I respect it. You want my social uh, security number too? Since <laughs> we get personal, right? Real personal. You, you a clown, bro? Um, but I want to get started with the question I usually start the podcast with, and that's asking where each of y'all are from and what y'all learned from where y'all grew up at. I think it's really important and powerful to just hear people's stories of where they grew up, because I think that especially in a city like San Diego, where there's so many people who aren't from here or just moved here from other locations, like really getting to know where people are from has really been been like something really exciting since I've been in San Diego. So Evan, since you're just a guy, where's this guy from? Man, just the town. No, uh, (laughs) I'm from uh, North New Jersey, North like Fort, like Fort. Um, don't get it wrong. Um, because <laughs> everybody always not Newark. Newark. From Newark. I for sure was about to say Newark. Yeah, where the airport happens to be. But yeah, yeah, I grew up there, and a lot of magnificent things happened to me. Um, I went to Arts High School. It's a pretty popular high school for uh, I guess creatives. There's been quite a few people. I don't know if you know MJ Rodriguez, um, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Tisha Campbell from Martin, uh, Melba Moore, all of those folks. 
So that's why I be saying I'm just a guy because I <laughs> forever I've been overshadowed. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. It's just Michael B. Jordan. Who's that? Like he used to bring his scripts from all my children. I pushed him on the playground. <laughs> but, <one time. laughs> I'm not gonna get too into it. Too into it. But yes. But anyway, no, no. Um, yeah, I'm from Newark, man. And I mean, what it it, it taught me a lot. It taught me quite a bit. Uh, the strength I have, the resilience I have, the hustle that I have all came from, from Newark. That's it. That's it? Yeah. Um, I'm from San Diego, California, born and raised. Um, what I have learned being here is, one, everything is not as it appears. California mm-hmm. very much presents like a super diverse like sunshine beach rainbow kind of state um but it's rough sometimes and not rough like hood rough rough like it's hard to break into a lot of circles there's still so much like I don't know it's just it's San Diego right like (laughs) And then I I always say that San Diego, even though square footage wise, it's huge. (laughs) San Diego is low key bigger than the whole state of New Jersey. You you couldn't pick another state. (laughs) I'll bounce to New Jersey real quick. And then she made like a stink face when she said it. It's like in Jersey. (laughs) No, but it's while San Diego is a big city our communities are very small and so it's funny when like I go to like a black expression and people are like we're all black people and I'm like soul Sunday black expression or in the house or in the military those are your four options like that's where they are <laughs> or articulated or articulated combo that's we listen sold out <laughs> it is and it but yeah it's it's a it's a very small not as diverse as it appears type Mm-hmm. A lot of people who have not ventured below the eight. <laughs> and you find that when you work above the eight. The people are like, spring what? La Mesa? <laughs> southeast? Like, yeah, like 20 minutes that way. Oh, I don't go oh, below the eight. They're like yeah. south of the 52 and east <laughs> of the five or? Right. Is that like Chula Vista? No, it's not actually. It's before. They're like there's the- something before Chula Vista? What? <laughs> Mexico? Is that? So yeah, I've learned, that's what I've learned is that you can't judge a book by its cover. San Diego was one of those books that you open and you're like, yes, it's a beach town and everybody's happy and everybody's accepting. And it's like, actually, not really. It's places I don't go after six o'clock in San Diego. <laughs> Lakeside. <laughs> you're just throwing shots at all type of cities. <laughs> but no, I, I, I feel you. Um and I would say I would even go beyond don't judge a book by its cover because I feel like with San Diego, you can't judge it to like chapter four because I feel like you come to the city, you see what it's like, you like, dang, like it's real, uh, it's real beachy, real like just people in their sandals and flip flops because oh, yeah. especially I think because. Uh, for me, I came to San Diego uh, going to UCSD. So most of my time was in La Jolla. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> so it's like not until I got involved in like the San Diego art scene 
did I really get to see like, oh, like there's like actual people here, like mm -hmm. people with stories, people with experiences, people actually that are interesting because man, I swear going to UCSD, the only San Diego people I know is like, oh, have you been to Vallarta? It's like, I'm, no, like, can I get some like culture? Can I get like more than just Vallarta's and carne asada fries? Like what is the culture of San Diego? Even That's a terrible taco shop to represent the taco shops. Sorry, I, I agree. That but, that's my experience coming again to below the eight. <laughs> All the good taco shop is below the eight. But see, I didn't find that out till chapter four. So that's why I appreciate people like you who can really put San Diego on the map. Um, and because we're kind of alluding to the communities of San Diego and some of the venues that uh, the Black folks frequent in San Diego, I want to talk a little bit about the San Diego art scene, how y'all feel about the art community in San Diego, the vibe, uh, what it's done for y'all. So whoever would want to start, just like, how do y'all feel about the San Diego art scene, the poetry communities, articulated combat, uh, in a general sense? We'll get into the details of what y'all do in a bit. Um. I'm grateful for the San Diego art community, um, especially the spaces that are open and accepting of Black voices. Um, but I've had an opportunity to kind of be all over the place with San Diego art because I had a lot of friends that were in theater. Um, mm -hmm. So I got to see the La Jolla's and the Welk reviews and kind of got to go experience that as well as the Neo Soul Tuesdays and, um, you know, the, the art community in San Diego. I feel like it's it's not, we're not done. I feel like we have more work to do. I feel like we have more spaces to create um, because there's more voices. And mm -hmm. I learned that every time I'm out somewhere at an event, like, oh, you sing, oh, you do this. You are great with, you know, painting or this aspect. So I feel like there's definitely more spaces to be created, um, but we're, we're starting it off. We're getting there <laughs> slowly, but surely things are coming to the forefront and becoming notable. Um, events and places for people of color to to come together and share their stories. No, absolutely. I think especially after having been here almost 10 years now, the San Diego art community from when I first started going to like open mics and lyrical exchange and stuff, it's grown so much to today and just to see like, which we'll get into in a bit, but to be able to see a CBS segment and like black folks that I know, like being represented, talking about the work that y'all are doing. So really excited to get there. Uh, but Evan, what about you, especially for someone who isn't from California? Uh, what has this community like meant for you since you've been here? And how did you get here? I should ask. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, to answer your first question, um, the San Diego art community, it, it means a lot to me. Um, I am blessed to kind of be somewhat of a chameleon. Um, I fit in in pretty much any space that I'm in. Um, and I'm very much attentive to the needs of the different spaces that I'm in. Um, and I think that not not alone, but with the group of people that I'm with, uh, we're starting to kind of bridge that gap that was kind of blocked or closed off. Um, and people are kind of starting to work together a little bit more because I don't see, uh, you know, certain people in certain spaces as uppity. I don't see another person as, you know, hood. I don't, man, this, 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 Okay, there we go. I don't see another person that's hood. I, I I don't look at people lower than, higher than. I treat everybody pretty much the same across the board. 
And like Brittany was saying before in her first statement about, you know, people being divided, I think that the that things are coming together because it was very it's it's not enough. It's not enough of us to be so separated and segregated. And I feel like we have more power together. And I'm great to be a part of that experience here in San Diego right now. Yeah, that's real. Uh, it's it is like just special being a part of the community and just like yeah, just seeing how many different people are in, representing the community, seeing people's talents grow over time too. Like it's just it's just a wonderful experience. And I feel like if it wasn't for the San Diego community, I think that I wouldn't have wanted to stay in San Diego after like I finished my collegiate experiences. Like I definitely would have wanted to move right back to LA and just get back and kind of grow and develop in LA. But now San Diego is kind of I hesitate to say like a second home. Like I still want to go back to Los Angeles, but it, it's cool or whatever. I should say, you <laughs> like it's cool or whatever. Side, side. Um, but I think uh, one of the things that people are usually interested in when they have a couple on a podcast, you got you got to tell the story. How did y'all meet? <laughs> That's a wild story. Sure, it's not that wild. It ain't wild it's at all. Wild wild on Instagram, man. <laughs> <laughs> To the point of like she how me, she thought I was fine. I did. And she I hopped did. in them DMs. I did. I didn't technically hop in the DMs. I took right a subtle approach of liking a video. Mm. How old so, was the video when you liked it? No, it's pretty so it, was, it was recent. Yeah. It was oh, okay. So I was sent a video of him spoiling his mother on Mother's Day. So like point number one. Um, it involved seafood. So we love my group, my group chat. We are seafood people. Give us crab legs all day long. Shout out to the group chat. And I was like, oh, also, who is this in this video? Open Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes. Follow. Um, thank the algorithm because he did appear in my stories. And I said, oh, ha ha. Let me respond to this post that he just made. LOL. And see what and he responded. It was more than LOL, but it wasn't. Yeah. It, it was. It, but it wasn't that either. No, it, it was. It, it was more. Than, it was about the iPhone. You're right. You're right. You're so right. I was just like, ha ha. Who are you telling? Blah 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 blah. And then conversation just legitimately just started. It picked up, and uh, this guy <laughs> turned on the charm. Started telling me I was cute. Followed back. I was, oh, I'm in there. Did you? <laughs> back secured listen because mind you he has like 10k followers so i'm just like oh he's not even gonna see my little baby request. that's all that's all by accident i don't even, I don't even go see my little baby no nah, I, don't, I don't even know how that happened but ghosts follow him yeah. like, okay. <laughs> that's only because of the mtv show right <laughs> in other countries and people followed me but don't really know what i'm saying so <laughs> Let's just follow this cool black it's guy. It's a blessing and a curse because it feels like I'm shadow banned. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. It's, it's a bunch of followers that I have that are probably don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how we met. We met on the gram and it'll be two years in a couple weeks. 13 days. <laughs> two years. Wow. Well, early congratulations. Um, Evan, and you can come out of witness protection in the blurry background to see. Uh, do you agree with this representation of how y'all met? Yeah, for sure. It, there's there's some holes in that story, but it's it's, it's all good. Hey, it's I'm a po- I'm a podcaster. Let's let's get the shovels out. What, what's the holes in the story? <laughs> no, no, it ain't no holes. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much how it happened. Um, yeah, we 
you know, connected on Instagram, started talking a little bit, and then a little bit started turning into a little more, and then even more, and then FaceTime, FaceTimes, and then, and then no hanging up the phone, no, you hang up first, no, you hang up first, and all of that, uh, but yeah, I mean, our, from that, I, you know, we, I did fall in love, I, I, I don't know if I fell in love first, but I definitely said it, because mm-hmm. um, I just, you just, you just know those things. Like when you have a good woman in your life and you're being treated properly and all of those, th- I don't, I don't want to get too, too, too into it, but yeah, if you, you, you get all of those um different things happening, man, it's just like, all right, let me, let me lock this down and let her know how I really feel. Cause our conversations would, would be deep and her conversations were different than any other conversations that I had with, uh, you know, other women and stuff like that. So it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one. This is the one for sure. So they're not going to know who said that because I was covered the entire time. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, oh, that would be the perfect little clip to clip for the podcast and get all the followers. They're like, oh, that's so sweet. Like that was that was a heartthrob moment of the podcast, but it for sure blurred your lips. It was just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna think you lying because your lips are <laughs> Let's not move. Oh man! I was like, he ain't mean it. It was blurry, right? <laughs> but no, that was that. That was cute or whatever. Um, but <laughs> yeah, y'all adorable. Yeah, y'all y'all adorable and whatnot. You know, whatever. I, I had to ask my producer in the back to give me some Kleenex. Uh, my <laughs> I been crying for a little bit of the episode. You feel me? That was a, that was a cute story. Uh, right. That that wasn't the question I asked. Evan, ain't nobody ask about love no i'm just kidding why you right my, my bad yeah we met and stuff we together now we go together real bad. instagram that's it <laughs> but nah i mean y'all's energy is electric like i i didn't know y'all had only been together two years like if like i feel like meeting y'all seeing y'all around black expression feel like y'all been together for at least like i give y'all seven like, I think just the energy that y'all have, the chemistry that y'all have with each other, how y'all pump each other up and really validate and support each other. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, they've been together for, like, ever. Like, y'all was just just one. So it's beautiful to see. I know our listeners will be able to hear it through the audio waves and kind of see it on the video. Kind of. Kind of. I think my favorite part of everything you said was I could tell Brittany was, like, low-key trying to, like, get the get the camera to capture you. <laughs> So he got to have his, like, I was talking about me. <laughs> Move forward. She was pushing my back a little bit. You ain't see it. Get up. You ain't see it. Get in there. Support. I always have his back. <laughs> all that, all that. Uh, but want to dive back into uh being just a guy or just a singer who does it for money sometimes. Uh, because y'all, y'all are so much more than that. Uh, so y'all talked a little bit about what y'all do, Evan, not so much. Um but- not not that much at all actually so i just exist you just exist but not everybody has just existed and has been on mtv uh has ten thousand followers if nine thousand of them are the ghost followers (laughs) no it's just way less than nine thousand uh but in a more eloquent way why don't you explain to our listeners what do you do like what are your talents as an artist 
He doubled back. That's a that's journalism. Yeah, <laughs> that's boy, that's two degrees for you, yes, right sir. there, boy. So y'all gonna, gonna see this master's degree? He ain't cheap. Listen, y'all, y'all playing games. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not gonna deflect. All right. So, uh, basically, to keep things simple, I am a media producer, multimedia producer. Um, I do work in marketing for a Fortune 500 company at the time. I've had a wealth of experience behind the camera. I've shot at different festivals like Rolling Loud and Astro World, a bunch of other places. I've uh, just a guy, huh? Huh? So just, just a guy. guy. Just a guy. Just a guy. Just a guy. Um, Astro World bracelets and all. Oh yeah, they are <laughs> press some, passes. Somebody try, offered me six hundred dollars for them joint. <laughs> but anyway, um. Right there. that's crazy because i didn't pay a dime for them um man and uh you know just i've been in front of the camera behind the camera i've been in radio different things of that nature i did have a show on mtv called gross busters um different time in life you know uh <laughs> not even hold you i did look up the youtube videos before doing research for this podcast so i did get to see a little bit yeah 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 nasty man um <laughs> <laughs> my ride for rooms That's yeah basically, well pimp my rod meets room raiders yep so it's just like the best of both worlds it was a great experience i have nothing negative to publicly say about mtv or viacom um <laughs> so uh yeah that's pretty much it man i can't think of anything else i've done a lot of things i, I there's there's not much that i don't do um but multimedia uh, that's 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 my baby for sure. But this I is my first, but after yeah, that, baby. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and some of our listeners who have attended Black Expression, y'all recognize Evan as a person who may or may not say a word during the show. I uh, usually got a camera in his hand somewhere, chilling, usually the uh, top right corner of the audience. Uh, but uh, very happy to have him on the podcast and just be able to share more about your talents because like I said, like, well, before we started recording, there's so many cool people like you just interact with on a day-to-day basis and you don't even really know the full lengths of their story. Uh, so I, I totally feel you on the just a guy thing. Like I tell everybody, like, yeah, I'm literally just a dude, right? People are like, how you do all these podcasts? Like, I, I, it's a Zoom meeting. I hit record. <laughs> I talk to people. I, I ain't really doing that. You know what it is, though? I think we do downplay it and maybe we should stop, <laughs> but... <laughs> Honestly, man, I don't even want people to know me for the things that I've done. I just like, I I, I want, I, and I posted it the other day. I want people to know like my heart. Like I, I love people, I, strangers and all, like I love people. And I just want to be known for that instead of all of the cool things that people think I've done, you know, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, Brittany, uh, you, you mentioned singing for money sometimes for fun sometimes, uh, let's just talk about singing overall and just what, how'd you get your start as a singer? What has singing brought you throughout your lifetime and career so far? I got my start like most Black children in a church somewhere. Um, <laughs> 90% of Black singers was in a church somewhere. It's 10% right. that they were doing other stuff. But yeah, the most of us was in the <laughs> church. Um, yeah, I, I started singing in the church um, and then just kind of slowly crept my way out. It's one of those things that I've, probably been singing since I could talk but I didn't know I could sing and so eventually I reached a place where people were telling me that I could sing and then I stopped singing um because 
people are now paying attention to you. So as a kid, you're like, oh, <laughs> never mind, <laughs> not doing that. Um, but yeah, just slowly but surely started to inch my way out into the forefront and grab microphones and audition for, you know, solos and stuff like that. And then um, I was getting more and more involved. I was exposed to Neo Soul Tuesday and I was like, oh gosh, like, all right, here's an audience I can try to, you know, start to sing in front of. And that kind of turned into meeting new people, meeting new creatives, um, doing a lot of background vocals and stuff like that. And slowly but surely, you know, especially with the encouragement of people around me, like, hey, you know, background is cool, but you have the voice of an artist and should be telling your story and writing your music and doing all the things. So um, yeah, eventually I just decided to start writing. I wrote something. And then with the strong encouragement of someone who is directly sitting next to me, uh, my first single was eventually released. He was like, hey, let's put a date together. Um, actually, he didn't. He just was like, what date? And then he did all the things. <laughs> so y'all got unfair because of Evan. Falling, same thing. No, you got unfair because of another person. <laughs> not lyrically. Oh, not lyrically. No, no. It, it, it's in the atmosphere because Evan put it in the atmosphere. There you go. There um, go. Not because it's about him in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I had to make sure that was on record. It's a story for a different time. Um, but yeah, so that's just kind of how I got my start singing and then just continued to do it. I've always loved it. Um, I did close my mouth for a long time and just kind of assumed my role would be praise team member number three, um, tenoret number one. Like that's just where I thought I was going to be at. Um, but it's nice when people encourage you to use your gift. And I'm a strong believer that your gifts will make room for you. And so mm -hmm. because of that, I've been able to have that happen. I've been on the news. I <laughs> have two singles on Spotify, like streaming, like it's a, it's a, huge thing that I don't also give myself enough credit for um because comparison is a silent killer so I'm just like ah these two and a half streams but I'm like very grateful <laughs> for my two and a half streams and I told her today I was just like bro that's two and a half more streams than people that keep saying they're gonna put out music and never put it out yeah <laughs> you say that's that an accomplishment within itself man like you're Man. doing it <laughs> you're doing it that's like come back into the you need to say that into yeah the, you need to say yeah say that into Wait, camera one you don't even know what i said <laughs> <laughs> i said you better be thankful for those two and oh see too much excitement you better be thankful for those two and why anytime i get excited but like anytime my lock moves that one lock i have it moves and go you better be grateful for those two streams because oh man it's because you said grateful and not excited <laughs> you better be ex oh you all right whatever man uh, i'm having a blast but um because the folks can see me i'll i'll reiterate what you said okay, on your behalf and, <laughs> into the I'll light uh but i and i really did want to highlight it though and really have our listeners sit with that because I think too often, especially in this capitalist, like rapid production society that we're in. Oh, hey, nice, nice of y'all to join us. Hey, welcome to the banquet hall. No, <laughs> right from the top. From the top. No, we've had too much good of a time to start all over. Um, but actually, now that you're in the light, I'll let you say it, and then I'll say what I was going to say. Okay, so basically, I was saying that she should be excited about 
you know, putting out a record. And even if it's only two streams, that's two more streams than people that keep saying that they're going to put out music and never put it out. Yeah. Was that close? Yeah. <laughs> basically verbatim. Cash out me $20. I'm like conflicted between whether to cut out the bloopers of you trying to say that or just include it for the last because, man... This is the most fun I've had on the episode in a while. Oh, that's good. Look, let that be on record. That this right. is the most fun Don't he's had on the episode. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I wrote the time step on that one out so I could cut that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, I think that especially in the society of capitalism, of like rapid production, the, tip, the TikTok era, the three second videos, like people take for granted just what it means if 10 people listen to your song. Like yeah. that's... 10 people that are taking time out of their day to listen to music. And I think that the more that we pause to affirm those moments, I'm talking to y'all, I'm talking to myself, talking to listeners, because like the more that we sit and affirm those moments, it's like, wow, like I'm really doing something like regardless of if I never see a million people seeing this, I put my talent out there. And one of the things that I talked about with one of our uh, other guests, uh, Lynette, uh, because she is a poet and we were talking about just, if you really sit back and look back at how many hours you put into that one song or that one poem, that's so much hard work. And just to see it come into fruition and you have it out there so that people can listen and you just never know what type of impact and reach you have because a uh, very coincidental story. Yes. Was it yesterday or it was uh yeah. Yesterday morning I went on a walk in La Jolla by the Cove uh, with one of my close friends, Sabrina. And as we were driving to the Cove, falling came on your other single and she was like oh like this song is so beautiful i was like oh yeah that's Brittany, who i'm interviewing on the podcast tomorrow and it's like just those moments where it's like i love the fact that i can be just listening to music on shuffle and your song can come on and one of my friends gets to hear it and put them onto that and then now we're on a podcast episode. so this this is why the podcast exists for these types of stories yeah. so uh very happy that you put yourself out there that you had the encouragement the affirmation to put yourself out there because i'll be damned if that voice was just tenor number one or whatever you said like can you can you imagine a world where the britney taylor is just let's not let's not (laughs) why would we do that you know what i mean don't hurt don't hurt yourself guys why would you do that it's here go download it right now (laughs) cue link put look shameless plug (laughs) he's like we don't have the technology it's it's fine it's fine (laughs) Keep it simple. <laughs> It'll be in the bio or whatever. It's gonna be in the bio. We're gonna have a shameless plug section. Hey. But hey, I got time. I might I might do the, do the whole YouTube thing, had a little pop-up like hey, that'd be stream fun. right now. Um, but <laughs> if you are a little quick segment, if you are a high schooler out there looking for an unpaid internship, listen. No, put it out there. Put man. it out there. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you're just trying to get some video editing experience, holla at your boy. Um, gotta do it. But no, that was amazing. I'll learn, I'll teach you, and then you can go and do his podcast and make it real fly. For real. Teamwork. See? C- t- community. <laughs> <laughs> Together. It's the, the goal. The word of the day is community, y'all. This is this is why community is important. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about some of the work that y'all do together, some of the events that y'all collaborate on and put on and participate in. And I want to start first, let's start with the sessions at the shop, because uh, recently there was a CBS segment where y'all got to highlight uh, sessions at the shop. Uh, so just wanted to first, what is what is sessions at the shop? I know, but for the people who are uninformed, 
basically sessions at the shop is a concert in the barbershop where we get some of the dopest people that are rappers singers spoken word art artists to come in this room and just like showcase their gift now at first it was 90 seconds now we we're doing like full performances and you you got to watch the rest on youtube but it's mostly 90 seconds on on instagram and i do that with my bro uh sean christopher the barber yes uh he's a dope host he's a great people person and i we, we were doing session well it was called sessions with evan the show at first when uh for a while for a couple years and then i came out here and me and sean started to vibe and he had some similar interests and wanted to do some things and i you can't tell i'm not the person you can tell that you have a goal because <laughs> I'm going to act, I'm going to make you act right away. Like the minute he told me that what he wanted to do, I said, we're going to change sessions. Sessions were ever in the show to sessions at the shop. And he was like, bro, I don't know. All right, I'll see you next week. You're going to sing first and Brittany going to sing too. And those were the first <laughs> ones. And then after that, um, uh, a dude, a great musician by the name of Joseph Madden. He was like, Hey man, you need help with the sound. I'm like, I actually do. I am not a sound man. I can visually, I can get you there. You know what I mean? But sound is a different animal within itself. So we pulled up and the rest is kind of history. Like it's, it's just starting to flow. I didn't expect it's, it's growing rapidly. It's growing rapidly. Like you, like you'll see the Instagram followers right now was like 800 or so, but they're organic. And anytime we put, like, if we didn't post for a month and we posted the month after, everybody's like, oh, we've been waiting for that. So people really love this and we love doing it and we love showcasing people that just wouldn't ordinarily get the opportunity to be showcased. Yeah. And it's, it's so much talent out here uh, that is untapped. So I'm just I'm just glad to be doing that with somebody, especially somebody like Sean, who has an amazing heart. Every there, I can't think of one person that hates Sean. If they do, it's something wrong with them. We gonna hook them up with some therapy sessions on me. <laughs> sessions on sessions at the shop, but I'm gonna pay for your sessions if you have a problem with, the with Sean Christian. Sessions at the therapist by having the show. <laughs> no, but by. just a, just an amazing, incredible dude. So, um, yeah, that sessions at the shop. I mean, I probably over-explained that, but no. ah, I think you explained it great. Um. I think part of explaining like, cause there's so much cool shit that happens in art communities and creative communities. Like there's no real way that you could just like, I love what you said on CBS about it being a digital jam session at the barbershop. Like yeah. that is the tagline, but yeah. to really understand just what it means, because that's the other thing about the content creation society that we're in people like, Oh, it's only 90 seconds, but the amount of work that goes into that 90 seconds yeah all outside of the little Instagram frame, like there's so much work that goes into that. And it's so important to be able to fully explain what that means. And I think that, at least speaking for myself, uh, hearing you explain something that you're passionate about makes me excited to engage with the content as well, because you could tell that your heart and your passion is in that. Yeah. To be clear, he films, he edits, he <laughs> sets up the lights, he plugs up the, the uh, all the court, like he does everything behind the scenes. So it's not just like, oh, look at this 90 second clip. Like if you really dive into it, you'll see the way that it's lit, the way that it's color graded, like all of that goes into how you get that 90 seconds. So like appreciate the art as well as all the work that goes into it. Cause I sit here, it's ours. 
hours of work and I just watch him figure it out and crank out amazing content. And the artists are grateful too, because that's another thing that's really difficult as in from an artist perspective is quality content. Mm-hmm. Like, and in a world where you can just, you know, we were talking about that today, like you, you can post and document and like do the thing. There is still a desire to have like some quality, some quality content of you singing and it's mixed right. And like, you can use that a lot of the um, two of the people that have been on Dago's finest, the clips that they used were their sessions at the shop clips. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's important to have that as well, which is another layer that is provided by sessions at the shop. That's wonderful to see is we get to collaborate with the page. It's on our page. People can, you know, some of the videos is like the highest views that some of us have. Like, it's just a great experience being on the artist side of it and getting Mm. to crank out that 90 seconds. It's a meaningful 90 seconds. And I will say we are working on some ideas on how to get these artists paid as well. So yeah. Sometimes for money. Told (laughs) y'all. Uh, I, I love this synergy because the question I was about to ask was like, what was it like as an artist on the session at the shop? So thank you for just being on the same wavelength. Like we love similar wavelengths here. Home, bark. We all got home, home. Home in some way, shape, or form. Community. Community, right? Community. That's the word of the episode is community. I need my uh, graphic arts person to just do a little community rainbow on the screen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Somebody needs some kind of internship hours. Facts, <laughs> though. Man, it is definitely going to happen. Your experience. I just say, I mean, that was basically it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love being on, um, being on sessions at the shop. I, I do get the luxury of, you know, dating the creator. So I, I have a couple more videos. Um, that's okay. I get to brag on that. I'll that's be real cool. though, and she knows me. Like, if it was, if she wasn't good, I'd be I would. Like, <laughs> gonna work up to it all right i'll post it let's try again let's do it it a few hundred more times because i'm good for that because i i don't ever want to turn anybody away or Mm. not put it up because they're not good i just i see the best in people and sometimes when they come on sometimes you get nervous it's Mm -hmm. a very intimate experience there's not a whole lot of people and it's like action and you got to go for it and if you're the type of person that feeds off a crowd there's not a crowd to kind of hype you. If you're the type of person that likes to be alone in the studio, there's still enough people in there where you're still nervous and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm only here so I don't get fined. So it's just like you, it's 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 nerve-wracking. So I want people when they come on to showcase their best. Yeah. And I I, I know how rude you know social media can be. And yeah. I don't want anybody making them a meme, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And I try to Look yeah. at the whole picture. So I'm not just being a mean guy when I say no and all of that stuff. And Sean's not going to ever say no. Yeah. I'm the no guy. So y'all can blame me. It's okay. <laughs> but that's true, though. Like the pressure of feeling like I'm definitely a, a show energy, like let's pump up the crowd kind of person. Um, but when you're doing sessions, there's like four or five other people in there and they're singers. So there is automatic singer judgment. It's not even yeah. on purpose. It just naturally comes with like, right. <laughs> oh, I can't do none of that. <laughs> oh, I had to, you know, and I had to go first a lot of times. So then I'm like, because you already know. I know why I got, yeah. I know what I'm called to do. Okay, right. I know why I got to go first. But again, that's still, I'm like, I look in the room and She's I'm like, I know. I actually did it before everybody. Uh, 
you were the first person for well sean's got put out first because he's the host yeah. of course but you you did you did first. you did it first but, but i <laughs> told you the idea first and you yeah. came with me when we went and did ashley jays and all of that yeah. so it was just matter of fact we were together when i was doing them in jersey you so, were i watched they shows too. yeah shout out to stay shows yeah she's she's doing her thing yeah. <laughs> community yeah. y'all community <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a great experience as an artist it's nice to be able to connect and i've met new artists and like people i didn't know in the community and i'm like oh yeah i rock with you like mm-hmm. let's exchange information that gives me a, a way as an artist to potentially work with someone in the future um and yeah it's just it's a it's a dope it's a dope experience it's dope content that you get to to experience and have live on your page as an artist and it's a fun time, and especially now that we have a live musician, it's mm-hmm. even better. Like the first one I did was definitely uh, to a track, but like after that, when you have that live musician energy, where it's like, "Hey, this is what I'm thinking," and Joseph, and shout out to Shandon too. Like mm-hmm. they, I don't know what goes on up here, but you're like, "Hey, this is kind of what I want to do. I'm thinking about singing this song. What you think? Make it." enter verb to describe whatever or adjective whatever the word is and then go from there and then they make some amazing beat and you're just like yep let's vibe that's like, it <laughs> and it, 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 you mentioned shannon shannon filled in one time for joseph uh but they are both phenomenal and i i, I love the way both yeah. of them approach music and approach sound and stuff like that joseph and just if, if i talk to him right now he can come up with a beat just like right on the spot Boom. I got you. You're like, how did you? Now, Shannon, it'll take him a little longer, but he's going to create something that you've never heard in your life before. And you like, what in the world? This dude's not human. Yeah. So we're just, I'm just blessed right now with, with sessions at the shop. Like I said, it, it, that doesn't even feel like work. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So, it, and we, we putting in a lot of work. I'm talking about hours of planning and different things of that nature. Um, but Live it's coming together. Live auditions. I forgot about that. Yeah. All of that. So. Just the guy though, right? right. Just the guy, bro. <laughs> What's up, listeners? Just taking a quick break from the episode to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Black Beauty Near You. Black Beauty Near You is an online beauty supply store making beauty supply products more accessible for students at PWIs. From braid kits and bonnets to do-rags and edge control, Black Beauty Near You has you covered. And the best part is they ship it directly to you. Visit blackbeautynearyou.com to learn more. That's blackbeautynearyou.com. And make sure you follow them on Instagram at blackbeautynearyou. And check out the first episode of Banquet Hall Podcast to learn a little bit more about their founder's story. And now let's get you back to the episode. Just a guy. We love a good downplay. (laughs) Um, But I want to go back to the CBS segment because, Brittany, you also got to perform on a CBS segment yeah. Uh, what was that experience like? Like, I know just as someone who knows you, anytime I see like people I know, just like I don't care what you say, I don't even care what you're about to say. You being on CBS is huge. I don't give a fuck, like, no matter what. Like, seeing you perform on CBS, that's huge. I'm gonna say that first for you, and now I'm going to ask as a podcast host, so what was that experience like for you? Um, now, keep that energy up, keep right. it up. <laughs> um, it was great. It was a great experience. Um, shout out to <laughs> to that whole experience to Dago's finest, to uh, you know Imani and like everything that goes into that. Yeah. Um, 
Full disclosure, I was sick. <laughs> I was oh, coming. Man, yeah. I was coming out of a cold. I shouldn't say I was sick. Mm. Post COVID world, I was not sick in the studio, but I was bouncing back from a cold, yeah. and I was congested, and so I was scared. <laughs> I was scared because singing sick is not singing congested. Mm. Trying to breathe, especially in a song like Falling, where I use the a lows. lot of breath and the lows and the run and like all the other, you know park and bark situations that are there i was extremely nervous um but it came out clean so i was like yes <laughs> um always my harshest critic but i i really did enjoy the experience and it was the love that i received was crazy um my you know my best friend her daughter my little niece she was like did you was on tv like and i don't i don't think i realize how much seeing someone on tv it doesn't matter what it could be c-span like you're on the television in my home and like right. the big, and the big impact that that can have yeah. um someone else had posted a video um of their daughter like in the background and was like mommy she looks just like you and i was just like oh i'm done i'm, I done. Cried. I'm undone <laughs> i'm undone like to be able to know that black representation on top of just like san diego dago's finest i'm i'm in company of like literally almost everyone i know that's Man. been on Dago, like lucia and phoebe and jp air <laughs> and Khalid. like it's a laundry list of like people dp the unknown like so i'm in great company already but then to know that there's this solid brand of like representation imani's dope for that like to be able to allow us that space 100%. to where people can see themselves locally within the city, people that look just like them, that they can relate to. And so it was it was an amazing experience. I can't even lie. Like I couldn't even downplay that if I wanted to. CBS is CBS, but like it was it was an amazing experience. It was <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> That's all I can say. It was stressful. It was stressful. <laughs> of course. Up until the moment. It was early. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> trying to figure out how to like clear my nasal passages in the morning. Like Navaj was for the, the wind. Yep, yep. Like I'm like, it's gotta <laughs> drain like all of it. But it was immensely worth it. And I got bomb vocals out of it. So I was also very Yo, happy. you was hitting them lows on that one. Was, I was about to say, I, I wouldn't have known that she was recovering from anything because i just watched me i was like oh shit like she hit that it was it was yeah nobody knew he's the only person that knew um it's like once you listen to it you can hear it a little bit because i'm not breathing like i normally breathe but if you're just like taking it all in in the moment you never know well your dad he noticed too so yeah. he, he know what different girl he like, so. he, he hey, all that matters is the moment though but i look terrible with that no he could hear it in your voice but he could hear yeah. it but after listening to me sing for 33 years, pretty right. much, you know, <laughs> you, got to, you know, <laughs> you gotta know, gotta know, it was uh, man, that's huge. I just, when we agreed to do this podcast episode and the CBS segment dropped, I was like, yeah, I just, I just can't wait to just hear you talk about that because of course it already happened and like the social media likes and the comments, but just to be able to sit here for a few minutes and just really bask in that moment, like, yeah. and especially hearing about the, the girls like, Oh, like she looks like me because that's why these things are important. Absolutely. Uh, like that. I would do it all over again, the same way recovering from being sick and all, just to know that a little black girl is 
looking at the television screen in the morning, watching the news with her mom, first of all. So like kudos to you for being a great parent. Right. What are the but chances? Also <laughs> seeing herself, right? Like not depending like, on how you look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go with great parent. We're gonna go with great parent award. Um but yeah man like just to hear that all over again, I would do it all over again. Just to be able to hear someone say like she looks just like you like ugh my heart melted. Representation matters, bro. <laughs> Especially in San matters. Diego. Especially in San Diego. I love my city, but we are not as diverse as we like to make ourselves. It's getting, you know, we got we to talk positive. And we are. We're getting like that's that's what I love about it is like it's open. CBS is opening the door. Yep. They're they're the first. They're the front runner. Yeah. They're the ones that are allowing this segment to go forward. And while it's not just exclusively for black people, it's for right. all of us. Um, it is beautiful to be able to see so many people of color on the show, showing off their talent, showing off their gifts, and like ex- even the sessions at the shop for them to be able to sit there and talk about it. The black barber shop and what it's doing for the community, like oh, it's great. Yeah, I, I don't think it can be overstated. Like as I was watching the segment, those are the types of things I was thinking. I was like, wow, like these are my like. To just put a show these are my niggas like on t- on tv like yeah. black ass hair black ass beers black ass attire like just fully black <laughs> just fully black on tv on cbs and just being yeah. able to just have y'all moment like and this is like honestly this is the smallest moment y'all ever gonna have like it's only up from here it's and a it big just, moment this it's a big moment. it's a humongous moment um so yeah just just love that love being able to see that and like I said, before we start recording, that's kind of like why I wanted to do this podcast. Like, those are the stories that matter because 10 years from now, when y'all real big, 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 and people are like, wow, like, who would have known? Like, oh, y'all didn't see the CBS segment in 2023? Y'all didn't see the banquet podcast? Y'all didn't see the podcast episode? We been. Okay, 2023, what you talking? We been knew that. We been out uh, here, bro. We been I, out here. I always talk to uh, Kendrick Dahl about that. I'm like, we had a conversation. This was a while ago, actually. Uh, it was at Courtyard, and I was just like, "Yo, all the dope people right now, we're we're making history, yeah. and they're gonna be like, y'all were in the same room. Like we hear the stories of like the Jill Scotts and the Soul Quarians kind of yep. being in the same room, and Chappelle just yep. having a show and saying, "Hey, y'all recording an album? I need somebody to perform real quick on the Chappelle show. Right. Like it's all connected like that, and I think." Our story is going to be very similar. Like they're going to yeah. be like, "Oh, you, Brittany Taylor was singing that Soul Sunday, and yeah. oh, you, you had Kendrick Dahl, and you had you had Kobu, and Heck all yeah. these different people just kind of like blending together." It was there when Kyla was hosting Black Expression, exactly. like, what, yeah, what, that's what, 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 what. <laughs> It's like a it's like a secret society we got because it's like <laughs> like man y'all don't even know that's that's one of the things I love about Black Expression too because yes. uh, I feel like over the last like few months like I really felt like performing or hosting or anything like that so when I do get in front of the mic and like see all the newbies I'm like oh y'all y'all don't even know who I am ain't that something yep. but they will <laughs> but the people who know know and that's what matters exactly. um, and I think that's why it's important to be able to capture and document these moments through podcasts. Uh, through videography, through just like Evan was saying at the start, like these multimedia platforms and just how much you can just look back at a moment through pictures. Like when I'm like on Instagram on a Friday night and scrolling through like the Black Expression story and seeing like, man, like 
these are moments and then when you're a part of those moments and in the flesh for those moments and you just see what that moment looks like because you might just see a picture of Brittany holding the mic singing but it's like nah y'all y'all wasn't there right <laughs> i feel that way every time i watch the clip of uh, freestyle singing pennies from heaven oh my god if i could legitimately have that in my phone i would listen to it at i least got once the footage <laughs> we'll send it because <laughs> legit i listen to that at least once a week like i just yeah. go back and like remind myself of being in that moment and like i was sitting front row just looking at my front like that's my that's been my writer since college so yeah. me and freestyle we go back all the way to san Diego state but man it was just being there's like pictures of her singing and you're just like what and I'm like, nah, yeah, I ain't even know. We was all in there like, this depends from heaven. Okay, I'm going to be grateful. Bro. You're right. <laughs> Man, I love giving people flowers because it's impossible to capture freestyle's essence in a picture. I don't care what camera It has you to got. be a video. And even then, you're like, you got to be there. You, you got to be there. You got to be there. She had this event that she was doing regularly called Let Us Heal. And then when I say people were in there boohooing, but not like because they were sad, it's just like, a sigh of relief is like yeah. her voice is healing but even britney's voice now when they sing together y'all gonna hear them soon i can't tell you when it'll probably be a surprise but yo like them two together is just like a a cleanse almost like you get goosebumps and it's just like all of these feelings heart racing and all of this it sounds like a heart attack but it's not it's <laughs> It's my left arm. <laughs> no, but it's definitely a beautiful experience to to hear freestyle and then just them the blend together is just amazing. You can tell they've been singing together for it forever. And they don't even rehearse together, but they can go right back in a room together and it's just like, how in the world? We don't we don't rehearse like uh, probably we, we're gonna rehearse like soon, but like we don't we don't rehearse. They the Ivy, they like practice. You tell them talking to me about, about practice. practice, not the game, but practice. Practice, <laughs> nah. But it's just it's it's a it's a testament to both of our ears and the love that we have for each other and the way that we just kind of like, you know, there's people who you do stuff with or you work with where it's like you can see the underlying competition of like while we're both pretending that we're cool and on the same page. One of us is always trying to outdo the other person with a, a jab or a bar or whatever. And when me and Eve get to singing, it's literally like, let's just have fun and heal people. Yeah. Let's do that thing where we just find a harmony. Sometimes I'll be up on top. Sometimes I'll go to the bottom harmony. She'll cut out like it just, ugh, I love singing with that girl. She make you work. She do. Yeah. But it's for my benefit. Yep. And that's, that was part. She is who introduced me to Neo Soul Tuesday. Okay. I didn't know about Black Expression. No, maybe I didn't know about Black Expression. But I didn't know about Neo Soul Tuesday, Lyrical Like, I didn't know about any of it. Mm -hmm. I was green to the open mic scene. And she was like, come with me. We're going <laughs> to sing together. All right. <laughs> and that's just how I started, like, getting into the scene. And I was like, oh, yeah. This is, I can sing with you forever. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I, I can't wait for the feature length film just about the San Diego art scene that Evan and I are going to put together let's, in the future. Yeah, let's do it. Can't wait. Let's do it. Do How it. about the perfect guy for lighting, too? Listen. Hey, it's manifested. <laughs> it's, it's set it on a podcast. No, We're we going to make it happen. Yes, sir. This That clip will be in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right here. We set it here first. See, see, we thinking at a higher level. We're producing a documentary right Wait, now. Y'all didn't even know. This see, is the so, bonus disc. Y'all saw how like the the censored. I was all planned. 
That was all plan. We was just prepared. Got to bring him into the light for right. the real part of the conversation. Documentary angles and stuff, you know. That's See, no. <laughs> uh, but I also wanted to make sure that we had some time on the podcast to talk about articulated combat and the importance of uncomfortable conversations. Uh, so why don't you give us a little bit of a tidbit about what articulated combat is and why it's important? Okay, articulated combat is basically a community discussion that we have once a month where we do touch on topics like something simple like, is a hot dog a sandwich or is abortion murder? This That's very lopsided, but it's some conversations that aren't taking place because we're so busy typing to one another mm -hmm. and i want to i want our communities to face confrontation head on like just because i disagree with you doesn't mean i have to hate you mm -hmm. like just because somebody you know likes the dallas cowboys that doesn't mean they're a complete idiot i mean they have some judgment issues oh, but... i was about to say I, I don't i might need a different example <laughs> Right, right, right. But it's just like, just because I view things differently than you, or I was brought up different than you, doesn't make yeah. me an idiot, doesn't make me stupid. Everybody has a point and a perspective, and we need to hear each other out. Even having conversations where we disagree with each other, we rarely have arguments because I'm at a space where I want to hear you all the way, hear your point, because you're feeling a certain way, and this is why you're reacting that way. And the reason arguments happen is because, in my opinion, people don't feel heard so they're going to talk louder so that you can hear them they're going to keep trying to make the same point over and over and you're just going in circles and going in circles and i want to dead that yeah because it's a waste of time like we yeah. could be getting into some real issues we could be solving some real problems but we're still stuck on who left the toilet seat up you know what i'm saying <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, it, and even in my approach with my friends out here when i have an issue i don't go to somebody else I go directly to them and say, hey, you know what? I felt this way about you doing this, that, and the third. I really didn't appreciate it. Like, man, never had anybody come to me like that. Yeah. But you're just uh, crazy. Okay. That's how we you're should right. be communicating. Exactly. So I that's just how I try to move yeah. regularly. And I, I want more of the world to adopt that. 100%. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful experience. You have everyone should go. Every, come to more than one but everyone should at least come to one because the way in which conversations are held even the intense ones right like we have had conversations about um is abortion murder we've talked about racism we've talked about reverse racism we've talked about sexuality, um, sexuality spirituality. spiritual like literally every is you know christianity a white man's religion like we've had some extremely challenging conversations but the way in which everyone understands or gets to understand because a couple people they be acting up but not, not most people everyone for the most part understands like no nah, i got to be respectful about this i might not agree right like we had a we had a conversation on body count it got wild but it didn't get disrespectful because it was very much you know, like people expressing their opinions about what they feel is high or not high or who cares or who doesn't. But it's beautiful to watch people be able, especially, again, people of color have a conversation that doesn't lead to a table flip or a fight mm -hmm. or, you know, everybody just cussing and 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 so upset and so distraught. Like, no, I, I, I don't agree. I don't agree with what you're saying or I have a different position or a different point of view, but I'm going to hear you out. I'm going to, I respect your opinion. And if you're honestly actively listening, 
you'll take something away whether you agree with the opinion or not because everybody's opinion is is rooted in their truth and so if you open your eyes to see that like my worldview is because of how I've come up Mm -hmm. their worldview is because of how they've come up it at least opens your eyes to how other people have been raised not everybody had two-parent households or had to go to church or you know whatever the 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 means or the rights to be able to carry a pregnancy to term like all of that is part of everyone's individual journey um and so it's just it's beautiful to watch it's beautiful to watch it's beautiful to experience we've been dealing with healing um the last articulated combat and this one that's uh that's coming up soon um and i think that that's been our most impactful so far to be able to talk about openly safe space for people to talk about the things that they've experienced um we deal with a lot of trauma on a day-to-day basis and sometimes it takes years for us to unpack some of that stuff but to be able to create a space where we could talk about you know what is trauma (laughs) some people don't know they've been traumatized and then they just run around terrorizing others until they're like oh that's childhood trauma yeah yeah boo boo it's time for therapy. <laughs> it's time yeah, and I, I noticed that I noticed that in a lot of the conversations yeah. that were taking place, and I was just like, "Oh no, no, no!" People are hurt. Yeah, um, because you wouldn't come at somebody that way that strongly if you hadn't if you you claim to be healed, but yeah. you wouldn't respond that way if you were. Yeah. Um. So I'm just really focused on that part. I'm focused on healing myself as well, because uh, I I do feel like. I have to set an example, so to speak. I'm gonna still be myself, yeah, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's just like I I want to heal too. I want to not practice what I preach, but preach what I practice. I hear that, and I really appreciate just the intentionality and the thoughtfulness behind even the thought of what articulated combat is supposed to be. Because I really appreciate what you started with saying about people want to feel heard, especially going back to just the society we live in. People get their 140, 240 characters, they get their caption, they get their IG story, and they only have, we only have seconds and milliseconds to capture people's attention with what we want to put out there, we want to tell people. And within that, you lose a lot of those stories, you lose a lot of those childhood experiences, the trauma that people experience that frame the way that we think. And that's why I really appreciate being able to have people facilitate spaces like that and have space like that exist because I have a unique experience coming from Los Angeles, South Central LA to San Diego, going to UCSD, being involved in the poetry community, getting another degree from UCSD. Like I learned so much in this college environment, whereas there's people I grew up with who've never stepped foot on a college campus. They've been on the same block for 20 years. So are they wrong because they feel a certain way or is it just what they've been exposed to and what they've had access to? I've read books that people haven't read. People have experience real life that I haven't experienced. And I think just having those type of platforms and spaces where that conversation is so important and essential. That's such a good point, Kyler, like coming up, knowing how you've come up and like the things that you've been able to experience and understanding that even within our community, like it's okay for someone to have a different journey and a different path than you um, and not do like a comparison, right? Like if you want better for somebody, always encourage them, help them, guide them, give them resources, whatever that may be. But 
sometimes we, and I'm guilty of it, right? Like I'm definitely a like, pick yourself up by your bootstraps kind of gal. But listen, not really, not anymore. Um, but I was raised in a black Republican household. Like it is what it is, yeah. I, you know, but definitely like understanding that people sometimes don't get out of their circumstances because of the resources that they don't have, because of the encouragement that they didn't receive, right? Like there's so many people that grow up in a like, you ain't never gonna be nothing, ain't never gonna do nothing type atmosphere. And then I grew up with you, but I'm looking at you like, you don't wanna go to college? You don't wanna? No, because at home, someone is telling them every single day they won't amount to anything. Yeah. So why even why waste your time? Risk spending forty thousand dollars to go to UCSD. Uh, <laughs> it's not cheap. Why waste money getting a degree that I don't even know if I'm capable of getting? I barely graduated high school, or like I didn't even really want to go to school to begin with. So it's I think that's an important conversation to have. Is like we say black is not a monolith, and we mean that differently. But I think we also have to understand that every black struggle is not the same. And it, it makes you do different things or doesn't give you certain avenues and resources that come natural, right? You can get them, but it takes that takes work mm-hmm. and effort. And sometimes people just don't, <laughs> they're not in the space to exert that effort to figure out how to <clears throat> get to college or make it work or, you know, start at an entry-level position. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, there's so many layers to it. Like there's just, it's so involved. Yeah. Uh, so many different like angles you can look at it but i want the listeners to have to attend one of these articulated combat sessions or look at the sessions at the shop to get more we dropped a lot of nuggets uh we gave them a lot of the we got we gave them a lot of the context i think we reeled them in enough uh but i think they really there's no better way to experience it than just to go so yeah. uh people have heard a lot about what y'all do in the community where can people find articulated combat sessions at the shop how can they support uh, this is the shameless plug section of the podcast. Articulated Combat is on Instagram at Articulated Combat. I, I keep things simple. Um, <laughs> as it should be. Sessions at the shop on Instagram, also on YouTube as well. Um, we haven't expanded the AC yet because I kind of want people to feel a little more comfortable. We haven't really recorded as much during the actual event because I want people to feel like what happens here stays here. Um, there is other content coming from Articulated Compact because it's, it's more than just the event. But um, right now, that's that's the main method that we have to get out the message right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Find him at a goat named Evan on Instagram. I'll, usually what happens is <laughs> people will go to sessions at the shop or in Articulated Combat, and then all of a sudden they'll follow. They'll be like, oh, he made Okay. Oh, I, I guess I'll follow him too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's how I got started. But hey, y'all stay out his DMs, all right? <laughs> y'all have our path to Evan some way, shape, or form. And Brittany, where can people find you on IG and how can they support your artistry? They can find me on IG at Sing It Brit, Brit with two T's. Um, and my music is available on all streaming platforms under the name Brittany Taylor. Uh, not the rapper one, no shade to her, but not not her. Uh, it's the one that sings. So hers is N-E-Y, I'm T-T-A-N-Y, for those of you who know how to spell Brittany. Um, yeah, you gotta be, because people be like, this is you? You can rap, girl. <laughs> and she can't rap. <laughs> but yeah, 
Not the girl with the bubble gum. It's me oh, with the flowers. And the, yeah. Yep. The afro. Go ahead and check out the video version of the podcast. Make sure you match the face to the artist profile on Spotify so there's no confusion, uh, as well as looking at the Instagram page. Uh, but as we round out, I have some more quick hitter questions uh, just for folks to get to know a little bit more about y'all as well as uh, just what you want listeners to take away from this episode. So first, I want to start with who are some people who inspire and influence you? And how about we go ahead and start with Evan? All right, cool. Uh, Gary V. Uh, Steve Harvey. Oddly, I don't care what anybody says. Nick Cannon. Um, Not the baby mama part. Why we able to leave it? Let the man live. Can he have his roses without being decimated? <laughs> let that man live his life. <laughs> Next articulated um, combat can can live his life. Uh, Kev on stage. Uh, uh, Isaac Hayes the third. Everybody creating their own platforms is is Tyler Perry. Oh, Pharrell is definitely my book. Um, last but not least. Spike Lee. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, oh. Hey, got to do the right thing. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> Brittany, what about for yourself? Um, I would say musically, I'm inspired by um, gospel music. So singers like Kira Sheard, singers like, um, let me see. Uh, I can't think of any other gospel segments, but Kira shared for sure. CC Winans, um, from a jazz and kind of funk, um, spectrum. I love to say that I was raised on Al Jarreau and Daryl Coley because I was. And they're the same um, person. They're the same person, just two genres. My mom gonna be <laughs> She is. I say it every podcast I'm on. I was raised on Daryl Cole and Al Jarreau. Um, Daryl Coley and Al Jarreau. Um, and then of course, you know, the Beyonce's, the India Aries, all things Neo Soul, um, Bilal, D'Angelo, Angie, Jill, Jasmine, Erica. It all- almost feels disrespectful naming just one person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and all things Neo Soul. Um, and then also, I'm also inspired by um, like the people that are around me in my community. I I can't not be inspired by the people that are like getting after it. Um, I'm inspired by the Kendrick Dials who just consistently are working and churning and putting out content and things and and balancing life um i am inspired by um a lot of my fellow local artists i can't name them all because we would be here for much longer than a closing segment um but my fellow san diego artists i love you i see you you inspire me um and then to be the mushiest woman in the world i am heavily inspired by the person sitting next to me evan is absolutely an inspiration to me um because he gets after it right like he's he is a kid from nook like folk like pork but he's out here in san diego california i I do i do a good evan impression that was good um it was pretty good (laughs) (laughs) but like he's he's out here and he's making the path and he's making the waves and for those of us who are um not me but others who are afraid to leave their home (laughs) their hometown to get out to experience and be scared to find community you can do it he's proof that you can find community somewhere new um and build solid substantial events and programs and 
things for the community to take part in. So I am immensely inspired by this guy. <laughs> uh, next up, words of advice. Uh, I'm going to Nightshall as a power couple. So as people who might be trying to yeah, there we go. Just do the quick nighting. Uh, but as people who maybe they're in a relationship with someone who's also creative, but I think creative couples, power couples, like y'all can give advice for anybody in any relationship. But I'm specifically wondering what words of advice you would give for supporting your partner's passions and helping them grow into who they want to be, both at, from a pushing them constructively, criticizing them, uh, but also from a nurturing and like just really loving, supportive way. Me to start? Yeah, you go ahead. Um, my advice would be like two or three things. One, it's not a competition. So you should never be in competition with your partner. If you're in competition with your partner, that's your first problem. Um, it should never be a competition. Um, the second is that you were both individuals before you came together. And so the light and the star power that exists in both of you is available um for you know for that art, for that art form. And so you don't own your person, right? Like they're a gift to you. He's a gift, but I have to be understanding of when he needs his creative, like I'm in the zone moment. Like even if I want to snuggle on the couch, if it's time for business, it's respecting his art form. It's respecting the fact that um, people recognize him and they see him. And like, every time someone says hi to Evan, I can't be like, mm who is that? That's not, that's you. That's insecurity. If that's where you're at, you know what I mean? Like he's going to shine because shut up. Occasionally I will ask, but that's no, no, not you. But his star power is going to shine regardless. And so if I'm deciding that I'm going to be in a relationship with someone who is just as bright, even more bright, like I have to respect that. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third thing would be continue to communicate, like especially as schedules get hectic and sometimes you're not in the same place or you're doing two different things and like, you know, check in, like we'll both be in the zone. We both work from home and like, he'll just peek his head out and be like, you good? <laughs> what are you working on? What are you doing? You all right? You need anything? Right? So it's like those kinds of things of like, even when we're both in the thick of the grind or like it's, you know, the nine to five <laughs> grind or the creative grind, it's like, we still have to check in and then make time for each other. Um, Cause that happens too. You don't want to get lost in our identity being like Evan and Brittany are just always doing things for the community. It's like, no, Evan and Brittany have to pour back into each other and make sure that our relationship is good. So this last weekend, like this last Friday, we were like, shut it down. It's date night. We're just going to get cute and go out and like just be involved with each other. We had a like deep conversation in the afternoon. So we just really. No, Saturday afternoon. Was it yeah, Saturday? Yeah. Either way, it set us up for success. Yeah. And we decided to just with all the things that we have going on this week, last week, we needed a day to just me and Evan be together, not talk about podcasts or schedules or like who's gonna cook this week mm -hmm. like none of that it was just us enjoying each other's company and basking in each other's you know presence and the way that we love each other so all right all right Evan your turn <laughs> Brittany said it all um, <laughs> she said she's a woman of a few words I said a few thousand um, 
<laughs> but no, um, she did pretty much cover everything. But the one thing I will say is if your partner has any doubts, it's not necessarily your job to fix them or fix those doubts, but do everything in your power to get them to the place where they feel like they can believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. Give a little push without being pushy, if that makes sense. Um, those are the things that I like to incorporate um, because a lot of times you see in another person what they don't see in themselves, the greatness mm -hmm. that they see in themselves. And like, well, even with Brittany, like all of her success, she always gives me credit and stuff like that. Even like on posts and stuff like that, I'm like, you don't have to do that because I, I know that you're not succeeding because of of me it's because of your gift i just recognize your gift and i'm just like hey let's get it to the front you already had it so it's like it's, it's just helping your partner realize those things especially when they're down especially when they're so used to pouring into everybody else it's important to pour into your partner yes i make sure that i uh, refill myself on a regular with i uh, you know i read Thank God. Yes, sir. Read, um, uh, meditate, all of those things to replenish myself. But then I, you know, I want to be whole for her as well. So, um, yeah, that's it. Cause like, like I said, she said all the other parts already. Well, that was articulate, you know, and not combative. But if you're looking for articulated combat, right. but if you're looking for a place to articulate in combat, we call wait. that a famous plug in the Literally. industry. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, you, you, we don't put dates because we don't know when this is coming up. Yeah. We don't. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> it's going to be on a Thursday. On a Thursday. Always on a Thursday. Always on a Thursday. A Thursday. Which one? Follow, follow us and find follow out. Follow the page and find hey. out. And, and that's how you do a plug, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, We talked a little bit about how people can find you on social media, but how can people support you, uh, whether that's in a monetary way or in a non-monetary way? Cash up. <laughs> We're asking for a $20 C. <laughs> from all the viewers in the house. Right? From all the viewers, if you could just get something in your hand. Uh, well, no act right. Oh, man. Support for me is... Liking, sharing, telling, it's its the exactly the story you told. It's when you got a homegirl in the car, homeboy in the car, you driving around, if it comes on, like, unless they're like, this is trash, they'll be like, I don't even know who it is. It's like, who put that song on my, I ain't never heard, my cousin crazy, <laughs> leaving his stuff in the car. Brittany, who the hell? I don't know, she don't look familiar at all. Um, but if they like it, uh, you know. Tell them to go download it. Run the streams up. Yeah. Play it again. We can run it back if you want to hear it again and really take in the lyrical content. You know, um, I mean, money's always helpful, but I don't do anything. I don't, I don't have anywhere for you to give the money. So sing it, Brett. If you feel it, cash out. <laughs> sing it, Brett. Um, you know, I'll take $5. But no, just streams, sharing, um, telling a friend to tell a friend, put me in your playlist, make a playlist. <laughs> That really helps when it comes to Spotify and Apple Music. When you get to be in people's playlists, and just helps get get music into the rotation. So, no, yeah. I think that's perfect advice for supporting because uh, I started creating playlists in my account for like it's, this. Just the homies, like we got you on there, got Phoebe on there, got the homie Andre on there. It's like. Uh 
because it's like yeah like there's so much content you can stream but you get in my car you listening to my friends like right. you ain't you ain't heard this yet like oh you don't you you ain't heard falling where where you been at listen i am the same way <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't heard that new date of facts what yeah but Evan, how can folks support you besides the cash app? That's a loaded question. I, I, you know, I, I have trouble receiving support, but what I will say, um, what can I say that's deep that can reflect this <laughs> Nothing. Question? Show up to the events. Um, yeah, hey. yeah, show up to the event. Actually, here's the thing about that too, right? If you if you notice one thing about me, I'm not really, I, I crowds is not what I'm going for. Sure. I'm looking for like impact. So it's just like if four people show up to articulated combat, I'm okay with that. I do brag about it being sold out because that is an accomplishment. Oh, it <laughs> is. You gotta I, say it, it. it's it's not expected. And we've done it a few times, but it's just like the support is is great. Hopefully, I'm adding value to the people that come to these events. Um, we do have another one coming up. Uh um, I, I know I don't we don't like giving dates, but we have uh sessions at the shop live coming up, and we've got some uh we've got some great people headlining. And that event is not to support me, it's to go have a good time and support your local artists. You know what I'm saying? So um, if you could support me in those ways as I support other people, that, that 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 would be wonderful. Just keep liking and sharing and reposting. If you have ideas, please talk to me. Matter of fact, somebody gave me an idea for a video for Soul Sunday, uh, the last Soul Sunday. Fire. I, I did it and I gave her credit and all of that stuff because it was her idea. I just executed it. I am one of those people that you can talk to, maybe too friendly sometimes. So it's just not like that. Because if you're in my DMs, you you going to get a visit from her. I got to stop. But no, um, yeah, man, it, support me as I support others. That's it. I love that. Um, really quick, because I didn't add it to the run of show, but I do want to at least hear a couple of words about Soul Sunday, because Brittany, you did get to perform at the Soul Sunday event. Uh, so one final story for the podcast. What, what was that Soul Sunday performance experience like? Man, I love Soul Sunday. Um, it's just a good time. I have grown every show. So for me, I've done, a, I've done four, five headlines. One of them, my first one was with Lonnie. Um, the second one I did by myself, that was back at the coffee shop. And then I've done three at courtyard. That's um, the one that counts. That's what I know. <laughs> I know. I've done three, but it's like, it's for me, it's like a, it's like a, it's a big artist journey yeah, to yeah, see yeah. like yeah. where I started and like where I'm at now. Um, I love being at Soul Sunday and having my parents front row. That mm. experience will live in infamy in my book. Um, I get to sing love songs. Literally people paid money to hear me sing. And all I did was sing four love songs to him. That was the whole game plan for the last Soul Sunday was to serenade him Listen. for 30 minutes y'all straight cool. and y'all ate it up and I appreciate it. And I appreciate it because it, it literally, it I, that's just the space that I'm in right now. And I've been in very different spaces every time I've performed at Soul Sunday. Um, and so I love watching myself grow. Um, I love being a part of the team as well. So that's nice is that I get to pass that feeling on to others and watch other people experience it. Um, as you know, I, I call myself the head of, I don't call myself, that's what I am, the head of A&R when it comes to Soul Sunday. So I'm helping book our local talent and getting mm. them 
on platforms like Soul Sunday where it's just to know that it's on so many people's bucket lists and like I can help you get to that place and then you just show out <laughs> show up and show out um Soul Sunday is always an amazing experience but yeah definitely this last one has been my favorite um my mother was so pleased and so proud and I sang Whitney and Aretha in the same night so I don't know for all the podcast listeners but like my parents are 1960s babies they and they are from Detroit Okay, so 60s and Motown is Critical. all you need to know. Okay, Critical. Edna will tell you, don't be singing no Aretha, no Winnie, no public spaces if you can't sing no Winnie, no Aretha, no public spaces. And the sweetest <laughs> woman ever. Can you say that one more time for the back? Because I feel like it's too many people that be trying. Don't no, sing don't, no, no, I'm Don't say that because people come on certain lives and, you know, do, yeah, Stuff. yeah. But yeah. Sing whatever you want, guys. You can get better. You can, you can as well, but maybe not start with Whitney and Aretha. Yeah, um, we want to push you to get there. We want to, we want to. What's a crawl before you walk song? Listen, anybody but those people. Uh, yeah, yeah, anybody but Whitney and Aretha. Uh, <laughs> and they not with us no more. So like, people are like, you gonna sing what? <laughs> so it was, it was great. It's a great experience. I love the band. That's, those are, I say it every show. Those are my brothers. Um, I love playing with them. Um. And yeah, it's just, it's an amazing experience. Like I said, I love being a part of the team as well. So I get to, I get to show up and show out. And then I get to go back and people ask me every soul Sunday, you gonna sing? No, <laughs> you saw the flyer. <laughs> My name was not on right. the flyer. Literally, literally, every literally every soul Sunday, at least five people ask me if I'm gonna sing. And now people ask me if yes. I'm gonna sing. And you should. And I should. Yeah. He is also a local San Diego artist, do not be fooled. Part two, we're going to talk about Evan singing. I'm about to say that. That'll be the next episode that y'all feature on on the Baker Hall because y'all definitely will be back. Uh, but the final question that I want to ask, uh, just to make sure that I get y'all out of here at a decent time, uh, takeaways from the episode. I want each of you to just provide what are takeaways you hope that our listeners get, as well as what are you taking away from this episode? And we'll go ahead and start with Evan. Oh, man, dang. <laughs> I gotta give Brittany a sec. She just had a, a like a little. She, little she just gonna flow with it, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, man, first of all, thank you for having us on the episode. We don't yeah. take that for granted. You, you, you told us about a couple of people that came on. It's just like, oh man, those are some, those are some really valuable people. I'm, I'm glad that you think we're valuable enough to be oh, paired up with those folks, man. But, um, yeah, man, just the takeaways, uh, from 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 this episode. Um, I just love this girl more. Can I get away Aww. with that? <laughs> Always. <laughs> no. But man, I, I've I've enjoyed having this dialogue with you and you've helped me even realize just saying out loud some of the things that I'm doing that I am making sort of an impact. Yeah. So it, it it's it's good to hear. Um and we're working towards accepting and receiving accolades and stuff like that. So thank you. That and that's definitely an uncomfortable area for me, but yeah, I appreciate you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my takeaway for sure is I know we joked about it, but it's facts, and this community is important. Um, and don't be afraid to make waves no matter where you go. Um, I think Evan is a prime example of that. Um, I think you are as well, Kyler. I have to say that, like make waves wherever you go. It doesn't matter if you're born in the city that you're in. Yeah. If you have something to bring to the community, 
bring it because we need it no matter what it is. We need different perspective. We need people who aren't from our hometown to be like, hey, you guys have something really great going on here and or y'all can do without that. Um, it's good to have outside outside perspective. Sure. Um, but yeah, man, like make waves and all waves start somewhere, right? Like even the biggest wave started as just a break at the shore. So you gotta yeah. own what you're doing and and go after it. And community is so important. Um, so I'm grateful for mine. I'm grateful to be here on this podcast. I'm I was <laughs> Listen, when you said who should I have on the pod and there was a Brit or like Ev or Brit, I said, or, or me, you or me, just what do I do? I don't, so I was honored, just shout out to the Orange Line Poet for- uh, Trying to get him on the pod too. Listen. Oh, he not coming on? That's, oh, no, he, he gonna come on. Oh, right. He better come on. He got why? Um, but yeah. Yeah, that was, I was even, I was just- I was blessed to be mentioned mm. that someone in our city thinks that I'm worth listening to, hearing from, and then get to get to do it with my never mind. The love of my life. Aww. It's great. It makes it even better. And what I will add to what you said about community, cut the competition. We don't need any yeah. competition. Like let's just have a good time, man. Let's just there's enough space. If I have an event on the same day as you, like there's enough people <laughs> in San Diego to come to both. We don't have to compete. Yeah. We don't have to like talk bad about it one another. Yeah. We don't have to uh we don't have to do anything negative towards each other. Let's just build that community like she was saying, yeah. cut the competition and and move forward, man. Come together where you can, man. Yeah sometimes we get so caught up in like our one event or our silo or what we got going on and it's like or you could create a super event and raise money and with the amount of music events we should have been at a festival because it's like seven different people who can have it's we could have been at a festival a big one that features san diego artists that if we just came together, I hate when you do that, man. Kids. What I know, because now your brain is turning. I'll I say we call that a manifestation I on this I podcast. Twenty twenty four, guys. Twenty twenty five. If you see a festival, oh, just know that God. it was my idea, and Evan started to do the work. Hey, I'm with it. Let's let's get the marketing campaign going. We'll, uh, Listen, we'll, yeah. we'll make it happen. But no, I think that those takeaways are excellent. Uh, I like. I think it's probably five minutes of episode. So I'm like, this is like my most fun I've had on episode. This is definitely probably my favorite episode I've recorded thus far. Make sure you put that in the podcast so people can know that this is your favorite episode. And then if there's another favorite, have us back on. We'll we'll top it. <laughs> but no, I think that the all the episodes are my favorites. Um, <laughs> the no, I... no competition. We'll be back to top whoever you think is your favorite after us. <laughs> Competition hey, in the pockets. Maybe that's all part of the plan. Collective competition. Y'all favorites. Y'all gonna keep coming back. And let's make it work. But no, like on a serious note, like I feel like I really needed these laughs. I love these laughs. Uh, like I said, y'all's energy is infectious. Like I can feel, I feel like we're in the same room. Like we're on, we're in this Zoom room, but I feel like we're just across from each other in the same space, feeling y'all energy. So I just want to give y'all y'all flowers. Thanking y'all for y'all's time on this podcast. Uh, I know our listeners are going to have a blast with this episode when it drops. Uh, but listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. 
Uh, make sure y'all follow the podcast at Banquet Hall Pod. Share it with a friend. And after this, you better leave a five-star rating. Like, I don't, I, I just don't understand, like, what, what even is a five-star rating if this wasn't a five-star episode? What do you want from me? Especially for free. <laughs> if y'all is paying us, all right, you can you could be you could be a little bit more critical, but you can judge if you want the Patreon. But if you listening for free, <laughs> like, share, subscribe, follow, five stars, leave a Yelp review, like whatever okay. you do. <laughs> say that, say that. Uh, but last statements on the podcast, I'll turn it over to y'all to any shout outs, shameless plugs, manifestations y'all have to close us out. No shout outs. That's how you get in trouble. Um, <laughs> since you, you, I went first last time. Go ahead. You got it. Last thoughts. Thank you. We appreciate y'all. I appreciate you, Kyler. And I love you. Love you too. When you say final thoughts, I automatically thought of Jerry Springer. You know. <laughs> Like, don't try to get deep now after they done beat each other up and everybody. Yo, so, and out. Like, but yo, if you ever look final back, thoughts. like those final thoughts was on point. They were, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> rock timing, bro. Right. The chair is still flipped over. Anyway, anyway, Sorry, um, we get distracted. Yeah, I do appreciate what you're doing, and I think you're doing a major thing in the community as nice. well by giving people a platform, not just the community, but everybody that is following you, giving a platform, and people don't have it. And if you know people like me who don't like talking about themselves, they they never will know about people like us. Yes. <laughs> so 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 thank you. That's that's my final thought. You just I just want to celebrate you, and of course, I'm celebrate my boo all the time. But thank you, bro, for sure. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, that, that's what this is all about, community, y'all. Uh, but thank y'all for tuning in, and we'll catch y'all next episode. <laughs>